Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dings with Kinks. Before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone that we are in fact on that social media. So uh, follow us at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Reach out to us. A bunch of you guys have, and we have absolutely loved it. I am your host, uh, John Andero, and with me, as always, the stunning, the beautiful, the marvelous Miss Rebecca. Hello, everyone. And then there's Shep. Am I? Hello, everyone. Wow, there was like no long drawn out like intro well, for that it? one. I just didn't have the space for it tonight. Oh, I'm feeling very me. sub love, and I didn't have the space <laughs> to give the full intro. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm telling you, I I come out the gate with them, and that's what I do. You keep coming and coming and coming with them. Yeah, I keep coming and coming, and I won't stop coming because tonight's tonight. It's the last victimized. Night. It's the last episode of season two. We've done it. We've accomplished. We've accomplished an entire wheel. We've done everything on there. And now we just have a little bit of the space left behind that we gotta like sub out and talk about. What are we talking uh, about tonight? Mm. I'm being so we were talking about subspace. Mm. Right? Yeah, isn't it like the thing in like uh Star Wars, where they like go into hyperdrive and they can slip into subspace or something like that. I quit. Is this like a sci-fi king. Bye. Bye. I'm no, out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've ever mentioned the word subspace. I wonder. Do they not? I thought they did. I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. I think they say I subspace they engines. I mean, I know Star Wars did a lot. Not Star Wars. I Star Trek. That's what I was talking. Star Trek. Did, Star Trek? did a was lot of Star subspace comments. Okay. Well, Star Trek is the kinkier of the two. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, there were, there were a lot more alien sex sex scenarios there. So, yeah. That is yeah. true. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like the plot of like Star Trek was to go to uh, brave new worlds uh, and find new life and put our penises in it. I'm pretty sure that uh, was Captain yes, Kirk's motto. That's, ex- that's, that's exactly it. That was, that was exactly the plot of Star Trek, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was uh, uh, Galaxies of Guardians of the Galaxy Two theme. Also, yes. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy diddled the entire universe. We we put the space, we put subspace, we turn the subspace engines, and we go bang aliens. We have been going for tonight. like, yeah, we've been going for two minutes, and we have yet to mention the actual thing that we're talking about. <laughs> Well, why don't you be the adult here and you talk about it? Oh, well. You are the resident sub. Um, subspace Tell us is about your space. Oh my god. <laughs> um, subspace is um that where that mind. I wish I could give you the exact definition. I'm sure John has the. Do you have the exact definition, John? I may have the exact definition, but I mean, go ahead and describe in person what it is. Um, subspace is a, 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 a frame of mind that most subs, um, get into when they are in a type of scene. Um, it's when your body and your mind, um, your, for me, my mind goes quiet. Um, it's when you sort of transcend, transcendence is almost how I describe my subspace. Um, 
it's a a headspace that you get in during a scene or during play um, when you are being a sub. And yeah, so and in the in subspace is um, not as easy to get into as you know. It's like oh, I've gotten a subspace. It's it's not as easy for some people um, to get into that space. And you can experience subspace and not at one time and not experience in another. It's all very situational. Um, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you you pretty much nailed it. Um, so. I had a whole bit. I looked up the definition of what subspace is, as you do with research, and I'll give you an option. Do you want the actual definition or the Urban Dictionary definition? Ooh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can and we pick. do both? I want both. Yes, we can. I, I too. I'm by. I'm by. I like it both. I like it all. All right. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. This is this is what we're gonna Within do. I'm gonna the give you the actual first. definition of subspace: a space that is wholly contained in another space or whose points or elements are still all in another space. Two, a hypothetical space-time continuum used for communication at the speed faster than that of light. That is the actual definition of subspace. Let's go with the Urban Dictionary, what we're going to actually be talking about tonight. The very <laughs> special place that submissive or masochists enter when he or she reaches a natural chemical high or and or a change in mental and or more emotional balance of the brain chemistry. It's a state of mind. It is an actual real thing. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's not an official word. So yeah, when you Google definitions, you have to go to like a place because it is an actual thing, but the mm -hmm. terminology for it is not subspace. So you are yes. absolutely right. It is a change in your brain chemistry. And it's, it's very... Um, for anyone, and and you like, and a lot of people, I I know because of my background, um, people have gotten into a type of subspace, like when they they meditate or they they are running. It's like a runner's high. It's the same type of um, almost. It, it's the same type of feeling and um, it's, higher it's, level of consciousness. Yes, it's it's a it's a great place to be. It really is a great place to be. <laughs> it is both a great place to be, but also can be a very dangerous place to be. Mm -hmm. um, when 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 studying subspace, uh, this is a very important note that should be on to any definition of subspace. The sub may or may not be capable of making rational decisions about his or her safety or the well-being at this point. Uh, and this is where it comes very important to have a proper DOM because a DOM is supposed to get you to subspace and help you safely get out of subspace. Um, hmm. we've AKA in the past, aftercare. Not, that's why not aftercare is aftercare. so... But that, I, that's why it's very important for me to talk about subspace, especially uh, just with anyone and when they're talking about it is because coming out of subspace can, depending on your, on who you are and your, your, your brain makeup, your chemistry, your, just your, just every, it's different for everyone. It can be incredibly scary um, to come out of subspace and um, come crashing back into reality. Um, I have experienced both types. So um, it's, it, it can be very comforting and oh everything feels good to very scary i have like broken down and cried so yeah <laughs> absolutely yes. and no aftercare is essentially exactly what you should be doing after care 
but uh, when it comes to subspace, there is a crescending moment where you can properly come out of subspace. Before, before aftercare um, kind of kicks in, uh, one, once you've hit subspace, there you are, you're transcended. You can actually go into uh, what's called brain shock. Uh, exiting subspace, not because of like bad aftercare, but just because the scene abruptly ended or um so if you are a dom if you're listening to this and you're a dom and your partner has reached subspace you can't just be like all right i'm done and slam on the brakes that can actually cause an absolute large amount of uh mental trauma mm-hmm. and and you can you have to be for those doms out there from a sub um you have to be very aware of your partner and how long they can comfortably be in subspace um being in that state of mind is it feels really good but it's almost like too much of a good thing like um you have to be that's where again having a good dom is very important because after a while it can get it feels good it feels good it feels good then it doesn't feel good and i don't know how to get out of it so um that that's why you have to be very aware that it's like oh i'm gonna keep them there as long as possible there is so much thing yeah just like you said too much of a good thing yeah so yes you can overdose on happy You, you absolutely can. You can actually go into... Subspace actually kind of scares me in like what I've been reading about it when I was doing research. Because you can. You can you can go into actual physical shock by being in subspace for too long. Um, your body doesn't know how... Because when you're... It's releasing endorphins like crazy, which is causing your body to essentially panic. Your mental state is blissful ignorance, but your body, the, the chemistry of your body is actual panic. And it's just, it's dealing with chemicals it doesn't necessarily deal with ever on a daily basis because, let's be honest, people who really enjoy subspace aren't the happiest people in their everyday life. That's why they need to escape to subspace. It is a great way to... Uh, release all those endorphins that you so desperately need in your life that's why people love subspace um yeah i i would have to agree with that uh the few times um i the few times i've been in subspace um it's it's blissful to me because my mind shuts off and it's it's my mind goes very quiet and then my mind and my body my body's feeling one thing and it's feeling all the endorphins but my brain goes really quiet and usually um it's it probably at a time when i need that that quiet in my my mind because i'm an active thinker all the time so (laughs) yeah it's it's a it's a great place to be but i have crashed out of it i have come out in a very abrupt way and that is just very scary it 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 is like <laughs> I've actually scared. Reboot. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've actually scared the person I was with. I, I, I was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> so, but I was young and I was very young and didn't know. I, I actually didn't know what I was, what it was like, because it's almost like if you've never been in subspace before, um, the it's like your first orgasm. You don't. You're like, "What? Is, what is this? What is happening?" Like, uh, I. 
Yeah. So. And and look, let's ask this, Shep. As a dom, have you brought somebody into subspace? Yes. Yes. There have been a time or two. And, and have you ever I'm had just, any? I, I uh, guess I've been a, a logic observing type that I am. I've always just uh, seemed to have been uh, fairly in tune with the changes and just gone with the flow well enough. But luckily, as far as I can remember, I haven't experienced a, a sub drop where they had the more manic effects. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, it's not one of those things that happen often, but, you know, yeah. if we're going to be talking about it, this is something you definitely have to be aware of, because actual subspace is essentially your body overflowing with serotonin. And if your body is not used to that, you can go into shock, because there are two times in your life when that will happen. When you're born, and when you die. Those are natural causes of massive doses of serotonin in your body. And your brain already thinks it's alive. It remembers the first serotonin dump. And it's always preparing for the second serotonin dump. And like reading more and more into this, it's like, okay, yeah, this is a very rare instance where it happens. But if your body's not used to it, the first time you enter into subspace, always be aware that you will probably have a very significant sub drop later yes you can go into panic just don't go into manic yes yes <laughs> so john have you ever experienced some, you're a switch so have you ever experienced subspace or have you actually brought someone into subspace i haven't actually i mean not that i am aware of like I said, um, a lot of times when I have done like subdom situations, it's with switches. So the one of the problem is we don't fully, we're not ever fully out the door. Like we always keep one foot on the gotcha. plane of existence at one time. Um, and that's kind of the switch in us. We don't have the ability to just be like, freedom and our brain. But I don't think, personally, I don't think I would enjoy it because, like I said, I have experienced, like, um, I was reading about, like, heavy uh, serotonin things, uh, like uh, any type of anesthesia can also give you the exact same um, symptom, like, you know, everything that you would experience in uh, subspace, which is a great way. If you've ever had anesthesia, that feeling, that twilight feeling. Mm-hmm while being sexually aroused is essentially what subspace is. It's that you, I'm not you lost me at uh, sparkly vampires. <laughs> no, I mean like twilight, like um, anytime you've ever had a wisdom teeth or like they give you the things and they kind of put you in that twilight state where you are a sparkly vampire. Uh, now imagine that while being aroused is very close to what subspace is as far as like the biochemical reaction to it. It should. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot of people use a lot of different other illicit substances and such in order to uh, kind of, I guess, 
achieve these things, but you know, we do it in the more, or the, these scenarios are the more natural variety. Yeah. There, when, when we're talking about substance, we're not talking about something you do with a drug. This is something between you and a partner. And actually, yeah. But I'm actually fascinated about subspace because of it. Because, like I said, when we've talked about it in the past, when we've talked about subdrop and dom drop, we've talked a little bit about the biochemical reactions in your brain. So I'm like, okay, I want to know, since, you know, Rebecca is a sub, She's ex- have you experienced mm-hmm. subspace? I have. Well, I have. <laughs> and, yeah. And so I wanted to get the perspective of what it is to be a sub and the biochemical reactions in your brain. Um, okay, go ahead, Chef. Oh, I was, I was just a kind of a hopeful wonder, you know, as a as a sub, or not a sub, but a, a, a switch. Perhaps one day uh, John will be able to give us his regaling of it if he ever finds himself with the ability to pull that, that lingering foot in and let go. Yeah. <laughs> I and and people have asked me that before. I was like, I have been domed, but never like domed. If that makes sense, for like, you to I be able somebody, just to really let go. <laughs> yeah, like I have been with somebody who is dominant, right. but never like I'm doming because, like I said, it's I have no urge to hit that level of like all the way one way, all the way the other. Like, I am the epitome of Switch. I kind of like a little bit of this and a little bit of that at the same time. I, 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 for me, um, as a sub, it is because I am a very dominant person in my personal life, in my, you know, real life. Uh, it was, I always thought that being the the subspace thing was almost a myth um, because I hadn't experienced it. Um, And it, it, it's very, for me, it is like a high. And like I said, at the beginning of uh, the episode, it's, it's almost transcendent um, because I am able to let my guard down. I'm able to trust. And that's not something I do very easily. Um, and it's just, it's, it is, it's really much this high. And it, I, the first time it happened, I, I was very frightened um, at coming out of it because my body was like, what, what just happened? And, um, but the more I got to know my body and the more I got to know my brain and sort of, I, I was able to articulate better with the person I was with about how to help me come out of it and what not to do and how to, to lead me like, okay, if I hit this point, then this is what we need to do. And that communication, whereas in my, my first time hitting subspace, um, it was like this big, Oh, look, you know, look what I did, you know, cause we were so young and, um, and I, it, it was, <laughs> it was one of those experiences like, I don't know if I want to ever do that again, but I sort of do, but I sort of don't like, and, and it's it scary. Was, it, well, it is. It's new. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's one of these. Go ahead. 
it's it, it, it was scary and it's it's sort of like when you get drunk for the first time and you're like oh this feels good and then it doesn't feel good <laughs> but um yeah it's actually for me it's a great place to be because like i said i just it, I, I often describe it as sparkly like i i get very calm like my my mind gets really calm but my body is like feeling so good that it's almost like this euphoric sparkly like like it's this it, it like the, the air it's like sparkly that's twilight the best a, way i can twilight describe it no no i accept sparkly <laughs> twilight has been ruined as a word get away from twilight um, no she she described literally the twilight movies um, which is why I say it's like Twilight <laughs> State. But yeah, so I mean, the first time it can be the the epitome of what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? To when you mm-hmm. really enjoy it, be look at me, here I am, right where I belong. <laughs> Happiness. Well, like I said, <laughs> if you the first time you experience it, it is your body doesn't know how to react to it because it's never experienced it before. Um, and like I said, the science behind it is actually all fairly new. I mean, like the real definitions and like, you know, people studying into this are only about 10 years old. I was like a lot of the research I found where people have started like really looking into what subspace is and like the science behind it. All of the journals are new. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's been around for as long as we can remember but we never classified it. It was just euphoria. The ability to quantify, classify, and catalog it. Yes. I mean, that is what we do on this podcast. We try. We at least try. Yeah, we try. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we catalog. I mean, we do lose things occasionally, but we do classify and quantify for sure. That is true. We have a catalog. If you, okay, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you scroll up, you'll see a whole catalog of everything we have ever talked about. everything so and yeah that's but this why it fascinates me there's not so much when we're talking about kink kink has been around forever you know every fetish we've talked about even some of the newer ones we're are still within like 20 30 years but when you look at the science behind like subspace and the body's natural reaction to something that isn't just orgasm because when people talk about sex and they talk about the science of sex, it's arousal, orgasm, done. We have covered everything with sex, but you have this new thing where it literally produces your body into a shock-like statement, like hypnotic almost. It is very much hypnotic. It is it, it, it is very much hypnotic and it's very... <sighs> It's hard to describe because it is different for everyone, just like anything, you know, your chemical makeup. But for me, it is very much that. So we can almost call Rebecca subspace as she is quite hypnotic. Very hypnotic. Well, I am a sub. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're good. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, if I were to take you and put you on a rocket and put you in space, would that also be subspace? Technically, yeah. You were in space. Okay. That's more outer space. Yes. Alright. You're sending me outer yeah, space. You could be. Subspace and outer space. Yeah. Experiencing <laughs> subspace and outer space. The next frontier. 
<laughs> and the goal of Dinks with Kinks. Yes. But this is this is definitely one of those fetishes where I'm like, I wish I could experience it. I really do. And I don't know if my body just has the ability to let go in that regard. Next time you start, just sit- go thinking to yourself, let it go, let it go. I want to feel uh, the uh, twilight times. Band episode. We're singing Disney. They're coming after us. You know, you know the people who run Disney listen to this King podcast. They're freaks. Of course. Yeah. 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 Hundred <laughs> um, percent. But yeah, this is one of the things that fascinates me. Is like this is a fetish, and it has nothing to do with my gender. That I can't experience this fetish. It's just my body's inability to do so. And well, I'm just like I'm, being your sub doesn't mean it doesn't see gender neither does subspace or dom space i mean you can experience both i regardless of your gender or gen you know doesn't matter this isn't a crowded place there's space for everyone everyone there's no switch (laughs) space there's no space for the switches stay. why not why not you know what we are the astral plane we exist in uh, all the spaces all Yes, he's on the asshole plane. I mean, astral plane. I mean, astral plane. We are in the I fourth that... dimension of kink. We exist in every reality, so we can experience none. Advertising oh. their micropenny. Micropenny bags. It's both a gift and a curse. So. Uh, I like... The one thing I like about subspace, I think, for, for me, is it's not just the feeling um it is just the fact that i have reached a point to where i trust completely and i have i've reached a point of safety and because of just who i am and my mental state and just in my but it's a that is that is the best part of it all that i can trust my environment trust the person that i am with and know that i am safe and i am i'm allowed to enjoy myself and that's the best part about it for me i mean the feeling is great the feeling is great it is euphoric it's sparkly it's great but that the best part of it is just uh, you know being able afterwards experiencing that and knowing that i have been in a place that has not only was felt good but was a place of safety and trust and i was able to be vulnerable and as a sub that's actually very important to me um that i can feel vulnerable and still feel safe Nushep, you are a dom if you were given the opportunity to experience subspace would you want to like not that you had to sub to somebody but you were like okay I'm a magic dom. I can just tap you on the shoulder and you will immediately transfer into subspace. As a dom, would you want to experience that? I don't know why, but that's a tough call. I guess it's just, um, control and everything else is so very hard coded into my head. I, there's, there's a part of me that definitely wants to say yes, because curiosity, you know, experience all the things. Yeah. But there's still a part that just feels like hesitant, even now. Hypothetical. Interesting. I don't know if I would like it. I get massive panic attacks when anytime I am put in a twilight state. 
like not that I have it while I'm in the state. Like when I'm in the state, I'm completely zonked out. But the anxiety of going into that, I mean, it. I don't like not having my foot firmly on the ground, in in you know mm-hmm. the metaphorical sense. Like I gotta, I gotta have a grip on reality. I can't. I'm gonna panic, and I'm absolutely afraid. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to admit that I'm afraid of like that experience. And I've had it a thousand times through like every colonoscopy, root canal, every procedure. They're like, "We're gonna zonk you out." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. I'm absolutely fine with that." But as the process is happening, my body absolutely panics about it. So I don't know if I would enjoy that. I don't know if I could reach that without the aid of um, the you know somebody saying we're doing this to you whether you like it or not because you've consented to it for a medical procedure. <laughs> uh, I can see that though. I mean, knowing you, just knowing everything about you, I could see, I could see that. But um, I would would like to say to all those subs out there, um, it's not as simple as saying, oh, we're just going to be in a scene or I trust this person. So I why haven't I reached subspace or I don't think I have for me. It was uh, it's not something that I go into and just like, oh, I'm in subspace now. Like it's, it, it really is very much, if you haven't experienced it, that doesn't mean you're a, you're not a sub. If you haven't experienced it, that doesn't mean you're not a good dom or you're, you're not having a great scene. It's just not necessarily something that, um, you can get into easily and, and, and that's okay. And you're not if you broken. Have, and you're not broken. not broken. And, it's okay if you haven't experienced it. And I haven't, like, I don't. I haven't experienced it so much that I'm like, oh yeah, I do it. It's like, no, it's it, it's something that if you haven't experienced it, it's okay. Um, and just you just have to get into that mindset and that place. And sometimes you can. And there's sometimes those people who have experienced it get frustrated because they can't get back there. And and that's that's okay too. So yeah, yeah just like okay. I don't think I'll ever experience subspace, but I. Uh... Appreciate the fact that I have sometimes the ability to help others experience it themselves. And that's good. Speaking of experiencing things for ourselves, that brings a close to season two of Dingswood King. Guys, we've been doing this for like two years now, and we're about to hit year three, season three, brand spanking new wheel of kings and this year this season our audience has picked a lot of our kings Uh, there's some of these i've never even heard of um we do do a live stream every friday night at 10 p.m eastern on twitch.tv twitch.tv slash the dondero uh the link below in the description and yeah we let our community come out and say what should we add to the wheel so i'm gonna spin this wheel I may or may not be able to pronounce what they are because oh. a lot of these are the scientific terminologies for them. So I'm excited. This is this is new territory. We are experiencing <laughs> something for the first time. Roll that beautiful in. bean footage. Be gentle, John. Be gentle. Oh, I'm spinning it. I'm spinning it. Until it's time to not be. be. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs>
the rule is if you're gonna if it's gonna hurt make it hurt good <laughs> well that's so good <laughs> it's very hard to make a pun about this one there is so much I could say that would possibly be offensive to the fairer sex the opposite sex of me but it will be um, it will be very offensive and the best part is that's the kink that's absolutely the kink What's bimbofication we're going to turn people into bimbos and we're not just talking about women here because mm-hmm. this is something that's very popular in uh, I mean, men be turn, turn, having men turned into bimbos I've seen some of your uh, pictures Mm-hmm. Been a I, I make a great bimbo. Um, so bimbofication. I'm actually very excited about this. It's actually kind of the opposite of sissification, but the exact same thing at the same time. So it's going to be a fun episode. It's actually a great way to start off season three. We're going to be bimbos. <laughs> bimbo with some bimbos. Hi, I am your host, John Ondero, and with me, a woman you would always want to travel to space with, our favorite sub, Miss Rebecca. (laughs) Good evening, everyone. And a man you want captaining that spaceship, the Dom of the Hour, Mr. Shep. Till next time. (laughs) Bye, everybody.